Welcome to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion. Every other Wednesday, Adrian, your host, talks to key players in the fashion industry to discover new products and understand the challenges behind offering more responsible fashion and learn the solution available today. This podcast is brought to you by Première Vision, the leading event organizer for fashion professionals. To find out more, go to www.premiervision.com. Discover and enjoy. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for listening to Smart Creation, the podcast. Today, I am talking with uh, Francesco Marini. He's the third generation of the company Marini Industry and he's designer and innovation manager. Hello, Francesco. Hello, hello, everybody. Could you please introduce yourself and your company, please? Yes, my company is a, a family company situated in Prato, in Italy. Uh, it was founded in 1945 from my grand, grandfather and uh, Mr. Enzo Cecconi. And I'm the, I'm the third generation of the company. And uh, we produce uh, fabric for women's wear and uh, men's wear. And our speciality are stretch fabrics. Mm -hmm. Uh, since when we change our production from the beginning when we start to produce wool uh, fabrics like uh, almost uh, all the company here in Pratt. Okay, so what is stretch fabric actually? Uh, we do most uh, uh, linen stretch fabrics, that's our core business, And uh, but we do also viscous stretch, we do wool stretch, we do most of the fiber, but with performance, that's what uh, we think uh, is the new Uh, story for uh, for uh, fabrics world and uh, we we need, we try to to put together performances and sustainability all right so what does it uh, mean a sustainable fashion according to you i think uh, at the end it's create uh, beautiful fabrics taking care of the aspect that we are involved in production in terms of social environment uh, responsibility uh, i think we have to take care of all the aspect because uh, when we do something all the stakeholders are involved and they uh, need to be uh, very uh, in, involved in the production so that that's the that's the best that's the the story that we, we try to, to carry on. Okay. And what, what would be, what is the difference actually between the, the, the conventional products you maybe used to make and the sustainable products you are making now? We produce Taking Care Detox Commitment. That's the big uh, switch we did uh, in 2016 because we signed the agreement with Detox uh, Greenpeace and uh, we start to change our chain of value uh, to uh, according to what they are asking because they want to eliminate 11 chemicals class of, substance, of uh, substances and, uh, from the production. And uh, we try to do that uh, almost... Uh, Uh, 80% of our production. So our, uh, we try to involve our chain, our uh, uh, chain of production to set on, this, on these uh, rules. Uh, why did you decide in 2016 to uh, to move into uh, and well, actually to implement a sustainable strategy? Uh, we, we we believe uh, in uh, sustainability. That's that's the first step. We we think uh, to to take care uh, the world, the environment. I think it's something we have to do uh, for the next generation. Uh, but we think also that we if, if we can add some value to our product, uh, we have to move uh, to sustainability. That's the new step of uh, textile production. And we have to 
change our mentality. So uh, starting that from that agreement, uh, we 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 try to to change also our uh, raw materials. We start to buy organic materials. We start to buy recycled materials. So uh, not only in uh, wool, but also in synthetic fiber uh, like uh, polyester, like viscose, and organic linen. That's uh, that is our core business. Can you t- explain us a little bit more about uh, your where do you source your raw material and uh, explain us the, the process of making because I guess you you had to adjust uh, a little bit your your production uh, uh, system to to uh, to start your sustainable strategy now. Yes, yes, uh, we start. Um Some fibers uh, we have to uh, find where they are they are producing now. So, uh, in particular, linen. Uh, most of the organic linen, I think, eighty percent of the organic of the production of organic linen in the world is made in China. Uh, so we have to buy over there, and uh, everything is certified from goats. So we have the. Uh, the certification that our product uh, that we buy are uh, real organic. That's very important to be authentic in this world because if you start to talk to your consumer, to your customer, uh, they need to know that you are authentic. That's very important. Uh, organic linen is different from normal linen because they don't use any pesticide uh, on the field uh, and uh, also in the process of spinning the yarn. Uh, in terms of chemicals, they avoid uh, some particular products and uh, everything, uh, it helps to the environment too. Can you, can you carry on on the, on the process of making, of transforming the yarn into, into fabric, sorry? Yes. Um, uh, we bought, we bought uh, the organic linen, uh, we bought the yarn uh, because we are no yarn producer and uh, we, we moved to the Warping, warping, and the weaving and the finishing. That's the three the three big steps we have to do. In terms of warp, uh, we used to blend linen with different fibers, in particular viscose, mm-hmm. uh, viscose stretch that is made in our case uh, with uh, uh, cotton linters viscose. Is something we can reuse from discarded raw material of cotton, so we don't cut any trees to produce this kind of viscose. Mm-hmm. And in terms of uh, elastan, we use uh, EcoSmart Roica elastan. That is the only elastan that is made from over 50% of the recycled material. This is GRS certified. So mm-hmm. we are uh, uh, doing this kind of particular stretch uh, fabric made with 100% sustainable uh, elements. So you will be showing at uh, Première Vision uh, next February. Uh, what will you be presenting over there? This part of stretch linen is a big part of our collection, as you can imagine. <laughs> uh, but uh, we are moving also to different fibers. And uh, in terms of uh, uh, organic fibers, we are introducing hemp in our collection. We are thinking to do hemp and stretch too, because it's our identity. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we are uh, planning also to present some uh, new fabrics in uh, uh, GRS certified cotton, uh, because we think uh, also the other uh, materials has to be touched by sustainability uh, in terms of m- raw materials. That's very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Uh, Uh, will uh, be a nice occasion, uh, PV, P- Premier Vision, to be 
to be uh, clear with our customer our, our our strategy is moving on because we invest a lot of money in our new building that we where we moved last uh, month and uh, also in our building uh, we take care about sustainability because we have 100% uh, solar uh, panel that can uh, cover our needs of uh, energy uh, and all the elements in the new company are made from natural fiber, natural materials like wood uh, like steel so everything is very uh, clear also in the message we want to pass to our customer uh, if they want to come to visit us what makes your company and your products uh, stand out of the others i think uh, we have a nice heritage from the past that's the mm -hmm. starting point when we start to think about new fabrics because uh, you have a lot of, of culture that is uh, our in our dna <laughs> so uh, that's the, the starting point that's why we invest also in uh, doing a digital archive and physical archive We start to collect all our uh, fabrics uh, since the 60s, not before, <laughs> because we don't have anything. <laughs> But from the 60s, we have uh, over 40,000 different fabrics there we are collecting in a digital uh, way to also to be interesting for our customer to start to think about a new uh, shape, new, new color, new patterns uh, from the past. That's a, a nice heritage we are... Uh, Uh, we, are, we have uh, since the past but the attitude of our company is to uh, put together performances um, uh, contemporary uh, looking uh, or elevated looking uh, adding some value to our fabrics uh, put in with our story our history because we think we don't have to forget where we come from When it comes to the KPIs you are monitoring, uh, when it comes to social and environmental impact, wh what do you look at? What do you monitor all the time to, uh, yeah, to see what's your impact? We are investing also in certification because we are moving on on, uh, uh, on GOTS and uh, GRS certification. And we are doing now because we moved to the new building. Uh, we couldn't do until now. And uh, now we are applying that. And uh, we are taking care about the transparency and the traceability uh, along our chain of value. Uh, that's why we can guarantee to uh, our customer the traceability of our fabrics uh, along uh, the warping, the weaving, and the finishing, uh, giving them the possibility to also to check uh, Uh, which stand uh, is their production and uh, to be transparent also with the uh, time delivery and uh, to be clear if something go gone wrong uh, during the process. So I think uh, also uh, mm -hmm. the new technology will help a lot. We are, we are uh, thinking about to, to uh, guarantee this with the blockchain technology. We are studying now, we are not ready, but uh, I think in the next future will be the right technology that can help us to guarantee this transparency to our customer. What are your biggest challenge in the in the coming years when it comes to sustainability? I hope uh, my collection will be 100% sustainability in the next uh, two, three years. That's my yeah. uh, target. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, uh, still possible because uh, we have to convince all our product, all our supply chain move in this direction i think prato it's a good example of cluster where everybody are doing the single operation along the chain of value uh, they are doing uh, a lot on sustainability and that's good uh, in terms of chemicals uh, uh, we are uh, 
a little ahead because this detox program is uh, uh, add some culture about that in uh, every company here in Prato because Prato was the uh, first uh, to sign this agreement in uh, putting together 22 companies at the beginning now we are 30 mm. uh, and uh, so it's a it's a it's a great movement of people <laughs> that are enjoying that and uh I think uh, we can also uh, do something more in transparency. In transparency, I think uh, will help a lot uh, also uh, to the investors and uh, to the banks. It's something uh, that all uh, the people, the stakeholders uh, are looking for uh, to believe in a certain way uh, in, uh, in a company. So uh, also if we think to grow, uh, because that's what we want to do, uh, I think uh, we have uh, to be very to be very transparent and uh, interesting also from some stakeholders or from some investors. What kind of fashion industry accelerates its sustainable revolution, according to you? I think transparency is the is the the beginning because the customer has to be aware of what they are buying, so uh, they mm. they need to know everything about. Uh, uh, the garment they are uh, buying, starting from the materials they are inside. So uh, that's I th- if it's possible to have uh, the identity card of the fabric of the garments uh, where it's done. Uh, so uh, that's what we ask it to European Union uh, uh, since a long time because we think if you want to spend some money on fabric, if you want to spend more money in, in uh, some garment, you have to know everything about that. It's your uh, right, I think, and uh, you have to know that. That's why, in terms of transparency and traceability, we have to do a lot, and our uh, customer has mm. to do the same. Can you put yourself into the shoes of a designer or um, a buyer? Um, what should they look at? What are the right indicators, the right certification they should uh, they should look at, and what they should ask to their suppliers to make sure that the products they are buying are truly sustainable? Okay, that's a big question because uh, there are a lot of certifications. Some of them are not so... uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe they are... I I cannot say they are fake, but uh, uh, some are most sure in in terms of uh, uh, authenticity of the certification uh, compared to something else. So... um, I think uh, the international certification, they are more recognized from the consumer, from our customer, like GRS, like GOTS, like RWS, so RWS, uh, sorry. And uh, these are the main ones. But uh, I think the partnership between the customer and the supplier is the uh, most important thing because if you are transparent with them, you can uh, start together. Uh, a way to understand which are the needs of everybody because some of the of our customer needs a certain certification and so we cannot have everything <laughs> because our production is now made from uh, so many fibers so many opportunities and also our costs are increasing a lot on that because uh, uh, we have to Equipped about uh, some competence to, to find on the market on uh, a lot of tests we are doing to guarantee the quality of our product, and I think the designer has to take uh, to take care also this aspect because if we invest money on that, uh, 
uh, they have to consider in terms of adding value also of their products uh, that will be in the shops uh, with some certification too. Uh, I think design has to be more involved than in the past because sustainability starts from the design, also how the design uh, is made and uh, which kind of fabrics or accessories they buy to do the garments. So it's a huge uh, <laughs> question for that because there are a lot of aspects that they have to take care of and they have to believe in their supplier. That's very important. Uh, let's move to the quick rapid-fire questions um, right now. What do you want to close the door to in our industry? I think uh, we have to close the door to fake news <laughs> or poor adding value or uh, all this kind of products that are made without respect the social environment and social uh, responsibility because uh, we didn't talk too much about also the uh, how the company are involved in the social and the community, in the local community. All these aspects are very important. Uh, our company, for example, uh, helps a lot uh, the school, helps uh, to do stage uh, in uh, different level of instruction. And uh, we do sometimes some concert inside our company because we think uh, companies now touch uh, touch the reality of the people they live in the community and uh, it's mm -hmm. part of the community and uh, we have to create value also for uh, the the place where we live uh, so uh, okay. this aspect this ethical part of uh, uh, of the our job uh, is very important to explain also to 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 our customer because it's very important now uh, where do you look at to get inspired I live in Italy, you know. <laughs> it's very easy to be inspired about. <laughs> I think our history, as, as I told before, is very important. Uh, but uh, there is maybe some architectural uh, new design that are very inspiring uh, in terms of uh, uh, transformation of the cities. Uh, how that's uh, uh, something also helps to understand how the change involves uh, the performances of the fabrics because uh, if you had to move a lot, you need uh, some nice performance on fabrics in terms of water repellent, I don't know, or uh, and no wrinkle fabrics, uh, uh, dry, quick dry. So all these uh, changing of uh, way of life, uh, uh, we have to uh, transform in characteristic for our fabrics. So uh, I think right. uh, art and culture. I'm president of the textile museum in Prato. So everything is mm -hmm. uh, came from the art uh, uh, and fashion together. Uh, it's interesting a lot uh, from myself. And what is the last piece of clothes you bought? Uh, yeah, that's a big question. Uh, I, I bought, uh, I, I was in New York last week, so I bought uh, a, a nice dress made with our stretch linen from Theory. Can I say it? <laughs> Theory is our customer. Wow. And they did a nice uh, uh, marketing with a good linen, they call, is our fabric. Mm -hmm. And because our fabric is 100% sustainable. Who is the personality you would like to listen to in this podcast? Maybe, maybe a normal consumer. Because uh, I should uh, know how he think, uh, how they want to buy, which are all the reason why they buy a special garments. Because I'm very curious about that. And uh, if they are uh, uh, so involved, uh, so aware of the, what they are buying because I think the new generation they are and uh, the new generation uh, uh, I think they're very sensitive on this aspect and uh, I'm very happy about that 
so maybe a normal consumer how can answer to these questions <laughs> thank you so much Francesco thank um, you Adrian. it was a, a pleasure to talk to you and uh, see you in uh, in February at Promotion uh, take care Merci. bye grazie ciao Thank you so much for listening to our podcast till the end. If you want to support this initiative, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you follow. Just click on the subscribe button, rate it five stars, and leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to share the podcast on your favorite social media. Thank you for listening to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion.